Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is episode 32 with Simone Davis for our Smart Chat series. Your coach, Helen Yuskovic. Welcome to your coach, Helen Yuskovic. That's me. I am now your virtual coach. I am what you call a professional life student. I've discovered firsthand that heartbreak will happen. Health issues do arise, but being successful doesn't ever need to be compromised. Once a week, I will be your virtual coach feeding you the juiciest knowledge that you can use to live your best life, no matter what gets thrown your way. Shall we begin? P.S. To ensure that you never miss your session, hit subscribe on your podcast app now. It's episode 32 and I've got such a cool episode for you today. As I talk to my friend, Simone Davis, Simone has a Bachelor of Health Science degree for naturopathy and loves the whole concept of naturopathy, educating clients, really listening to clients and together aiming to find the true cause of the problem rather than just offering a band-aid fix. She says that naturopathy empowers people to take responsibility for their health and well-being. It's not about a fad diet or a six-week training program. It's about working with clients to create lifestyle changes that work for them long-term to achieve a wonderful quality of life. It gives her great joy working as a naturopath to watch people's lives and health improve under the guidance of naturopathic principles. Today, we're going to chat about how to relax your nervous system to have a great sleep. And I know a lot of you want a better sleep. Simone shares why she took her kids to the naturopath instead of the doctor when they were unwell. We'll also chat about how we fall into unhealthy food habits. Perfect timing because summer is coming. We'll also talk about trans fats and why you should do everything you can to avoid overconsuming them. 
We'll also chat about how unhealthy takeout foods are actually starving what's keeping you healthy. We'll talk about the three key steps to curb unhealthy cravings. Hooray! We'll also talk about energy. Do you need more? Well, we're going to chat about how you can increase your energy by removing caffeine from your diet. Yes, you can gain more energy. And I am living proof. We'll talk about why healthy carbs are amazing for your thyroid, why calcium is important for healthy aging, and we'll talk about getting enough water into your day the easy way. Yes, a herbal tea and a smoothie counts. Don't be fooled by diet labels and Coke Zero. We chat about fizzy drinks and you will flip out at what they do to our bones. We'll chat about mindful eating and the importance of thinking about the actual act of eating to aid digestion, bloating, reflux and gut issues and how suffering anxiety really affects your gut and so much more. So turn it up, make a tea or enjoy the ride to work. All right, so we're here with Simone Davis. And Simone, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Helen. You're so welcome. Before we start, can we know how many hours of sleep you got last night? Do you know, I actually am a really good sleeper. So I make sure that I get eight hours of sleep a night. Good on you. That's where I function optimally. And I'm very lucky in that I do fall asleep quite well so I wake up feeling refreshed in the morning but I do also take magnesium at night and a couple of things so (laughs) so as you heard in the intro someone is a naturopath so she might be giving us tips throughout this can you tell us why you take the magnesium at night time sometimes I do suffer with cramps and magnesium is beautiful uh, for the nervous system so it's definitely a relaxant so I will take like a, just a magnesium, a pure magnesium at night time. So there are some other great magnesium combos that have like B vitamins in it that would be more as a daytime mix for people. But for me personally, I just take a straight magnesium at night. And um, I sort of say to people, it's okay to have about 300 milligrams of magnesium at night. I find it very relaxing too sometimes. Mm, yeah. One of my friends used to take magnesium a lot. She had anxiety yeah. a lot. Yeah. And found that it helped calm her down too. Oh, it's it's the best for that. But, you know, even getting into habits like um, having Epsom salt foot baths mm. at night, you know, like it's it's so pampering on the body and we just don't do that enough for ourselves, you know. I trust me. Once a month, <laughs> once a month, I have a traditional Ayurvedic massage called Abhyanga, and the first thing that she does is cleanse my feet in Epsom salts. Ah, oh, it's just heavenly. And some lemongrass. She puts a lemongrass essential oil in there too. Beautiful, beautiful. I mean, just that that ritual of having a foot bath at night in itself is relaxing right Mm. so it's a great sleep hygiene practice to get into love it it's not just about the quality of sleep sometimes it's it's the whole lead up to going to bed that can make a difference you know with people's sleep quality 
Can you tell us, Simone, how you started your journey with health and wellness and how did your career unfold for you? Yeah. So I would have to say I came into the health industry quite late compared to all of these beautiful young up-and-coming naturopaths now and (laughs) nutritionists. But I actually was first introduced to naturopathy after I had my children. I found that after giving birth, I lost a lot of weight. And then after my second child, I lost even more weight. And to a point where I was so skinny, I was about 38 kilos, completely depleted, all my hair was falling out. And my mum just said, I'm going to take you to a naturopath. And so it was then that it was like, wow, this is like a whole new world. And because the doctors, all the doctors could say to me was, I'll stop breastfeeding. And I didn't really like that idea. Like I wasn't ready to give up breastfeeding. So, you know, and and that's why, yes, of course, we need doctors for certain things, you know, for emergencies and to stitch us back up. But, you know, for some situations, they just, uh, it's a little bit narrow, you know, the, the box is a bit narrow, like need to kind of look outside the box a little bit. I guess that was my introduction to naturopathy. And so then when my kids were really little, if they were unwell, I would actually take them to my local naturopath. And then I just one day sort of thought, do you know what? I'm going to be a naturopath. And then did my degree. Well, lucky you did because you help lots of my clients too. Yeah, I, and, and I love it. It's just the most rewarding thing, as you would know, being in the health industry when you can see yeah. the positive impact that you're having on on people's well-being and quality of life it's so fulfilling I wanted to ask you about bad habits with food because it seems like people have bad habits (laughs) do you know why people begin bad habits with food I think a lot of it can stem from mental health issues. And I mean, that doesn't mean that you have to be Mm. a manic depressant. Yeah. I think mood affects a lot uh, when it comes to diet. So if we're not feeling great about ourselves, you tend to have that attitude, oh, well, you know, whatever. But then, of course, as we know, after the fact, then you feel even worse. Definitely mood. And Also, I found, especially on my journey, a lack of education Mm. (laughs) on what's good and what's bad. Absolutely. It's so confusing for people. If you kind of Google healthy diet, you know, and and, I mean, marketing is is much to blame. Yeah, you get 500 diets. Yes. And then people don't understand how to look up proper research and make sure that it's valid research you know and then I guess that's what we're here for Mm. to kind of guide people along that journey and because not not every diet suits every person so we're all different well the world is shifting to much more health orientated wellness I've noticed yes it's getting bigger and better and thank goodness yes Obesity and health issues are huge Mm. in the world. In your opinion, what are some foods that people should limit in their diet? Okay, so I guess the obvious is going to be fast foods. McDonald's? Yes. Hungry Jacks? (laughs) Yes. Pizza Hut? And that's because they contain a lot of trans fats, right? 
which are really bad for our bodies. They create a lot of inflammation in our bodies. And inflammation is kind of like the new hype word in research world. And pretty much any kind of disease or illness, they're saying stems from inflammation. Body is in a state of inflammation. Things are going to start to go wrong. So, you know, fast foods are pretty much directly correlated with that inflammation in the body because of these trans fats. Mm. And, and, you know, obviously they're highly processed. The reason that we, we sort of say eat fibre and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whole fruits and vegetables rather than just the juice or is because we need fibre Yep. to feed our good bacteria in our gut. Okay. So our gut is right down in our large intestine. So there's, you know, a couple of kilometres of, <laughs> of um, small intestine and then there's the large intestine, which is where all of our gut bacteria live. And really our gut bacteria is what controls a lot of our metabolism, our mood, our immune system, like it's all happening down there. Right? Our second brain, right? Yeah. So if we're eating highly processed foods, what happens is they just kind of go straight through the body and you're not actually feeding your good bacteria. So you're, you're starving what's essentially keeping you healthy. So that's why highly processed foods like fast foods are a no-go. Mm. I don't even like to say moderation because people's idea of moderation, oh. <laughs> my idea of moderation might be very different to somebody else's. 100%. What are ways that people can actually start breaking unhealthy food habits? I don't mean like a once-off dessert or a once-off yeah. meal. Yeah. I mean like breaking an actual unhealthy habit. Like, Is there a way to yeah. curb unhealthy cravings? There's three things, right? So support Mm -hmm. and start small Mm -hmm. are probably the two main things. And then if we talk about proteins and fats, when I'm talking about support, I mean it's really difficult to make changes on your own, I find, Mm -hmm. um, because there's always an excuse, right? Oh, but I've got this coming up or, oh, you know, I'm not feeling 100% or I'm too tired. <sighs> There's a bazillion excuses, right? And trust me, I've used them. <laughs> me too. Yeah, and that's why it's really important, I think, to go to a support person, Yeah. you know, like a naturopath or someone like yourself, nutritionist, whoever that might be, to really help to keep you accountable for a while, just until you're in the right habits. And when I say starting small, I think people have a massive freak out one day and they go, that's it. I don't want to be like this anymore. I'm changing my whole whole diet. And of course, that lasts for five minutes, right? Because that's too hard. But I think if we make small achievable goals, it, it just feels like it becomes a way of life. Yeah, we've got a whole lifetime to correct things. That's right. And we're not all perfect and life happens. So I think it's also about giving yourself a break. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. (laughs) You know, like sometimes it might be as simple as starting to drink more water. Yes. Right? Like it sounds easy, but sometimes it's a real effort. 
So I find if you can make a little goals list, you know, like um, drink six glasses of water per day and maybe swap one snack, okay? So maybe instead of going for a chocolate bar, you might try a coconut and tahini ball. Yum! Or, you know, having some carrot and hummus, something like that. Like literally just start with that, right, for a week. And then you'll be like, wow, I achieved my goal. You can move to the next step. So that's the way that it becomes a lifestyle change, okay, which is exactly what you want Mm. because then you're more likely to stick with it. Definitely, just like in fitness. And the third thing I was talking about is I think a lot of the time people think starving themselves is the way to lose weight. You know, your body does need food for energy. So if you get to a point where you're starving hungry, your body needs something that it can access really quickly, like to get into its cells to produce energy, Mm -hmm. and that is going to be something sugary or something highly processed. Because think about it, when you're craving something, it's always that. (laughs) It's it's always going to be a chocolate or something in a packet that's highly processed because your body doesn't need to do anything with it. It's just going to get in there and your blood sugar will spike, but it also is going to have a massive drop. So by making sure with every meal you're having some protein and maybe some good fats. So by protein, I mean either um, some meat or an egg, you know, tofu if you if like that sort of thing, um, or legumes, yeah, something kind of substantial. And then sort of good fats might be, you know, a bit of avocado or Yum. chia or some salmon or well, that's also a protein but you know like that's going to keep your blood sugar levels stable for longer so you don't kind of get those peaks yeah so even if you've got like a little trail mix on hand with a few nuts um, and seeds is that where cravings come from i i heard that you know sometimes craving can be your body's actually asking for a nutrient or a vitamin or a mineral and we just get it wrong or it might even be thirsty (laughs) absolutely 100 percent Sometimes just having a a cup of herbal tea or a glass of water will make you feel better. Sometimes it's about mindfulness. So if you're feeling hungry, actually stop and think, am I actually hungry or is this just a habit that I've created? Yeah, And, and quite often if you actually think about that, you'll find that actually I'm not really hungry. I'm just walking to the kitchen for the sake of walking to the kitchen. And then what would you do? You've walked into the kitchen, you've become mindful. (laughs) And then I would have a cup of herbal tea. (laughs) Or maybe (laughs) maybe get a coconut and tahini ball. Not sure. So always have your snacks prepared. Yes. That's really helped me in this detox that I'm taking part in, which is now like 28 days. You're amazing. So cool. I know, but I don't, even, I don't really feel like I'm detoxing. It's like my fifth detox in the last yeah. four years. At the start when I had to give up caffeine and stuff, I thought the world was going to end. Yes, I know. But it's amazing after. I think you actually have, people have rely on caffeine for that energy hit. Mm. But I think you actually have more energy when you stop having yeah. caffeine. 
your body's not relying on it anymore. So you, you're producing your own energy, which is what you want. It's such a vicious cycle. Why do people have cravings? Simone, why? Where, where do they come from? Well, again, I think it's if like people are, are like literally starving, like they, they leave it instead of kind of eating. Oh, they've waited too long. I think that, that kind of has a lot to do with it. And like you said, like nutrient deficiencies and stuff. Your body's asking for something? Yeah. People can have some really weird cravings when they're low in certain um, nutrients. And Do you have any examples? People can crave dirt, actually, <laughs> or ice. Like some people really can crave ice. Generally, you'll find it's carbs or chocolate. The things like the chocolate is actually a lot more habit-forming because it is a bit addictive. Mm. Interesting. So what should people have if they're craving carbs? I would say try more for the vegetable side of things, so like sweet potatoes. Is it glucose that we need? Is that why we're craving carbs? What do we need? Yeah, glucose. Carbs are really important. Mm, And they're yummy. (laughs) We need carbs, right? We need carbs for our thyroid health. Did you hear that, guys? We need it for our thyroid health because I have some clients that are ketoing and they're like well, i'm not going to eat carbs i'm losing so much weight and yeah. carbs no 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 and i'm just like well, why our ancestors survived it can really make your thyroid like go hypothyroid which is means that it won't be as active so definitely some carbs are important for energy in the diet yeah the thing is well, like breads and pastas i mean they're all just heavy right bloaty You always feel full after them. And yum. And yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I've been making pasta with pulses pasta now. Oh, have you? Nice. Nice. Same, same. Doesn't taste any different. Beautiful. Yeah, I think it's just making better choices with the carbs. So, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with even potato salad, right? So cooking potato, the actual process of cooking potato and letting it cool and then eating it is actually really good food for your good bacteria in your gut. I'm with you. Everyone blames the poor potato, but it's the way you cook it. I, if you're going to fry it, don't blame the potato. <laughs> blame your cooking method. Bake it. That's it. Bake potato with some olive oil, oh, some garlic. Yum. Get <laughs> a sea salt and pepper. Sometimes I'll bake just a sweet potato for dinner. So delicious. Yum. Yep. Yeah, perfect. Can you tell us some valuable foods and drinks that we should include in our diets? What are some staples? What are some key things that you see in your office? Do you know, I think people, if we're talking sort of general now, people are sort of veering more and more away from dairy, which is, is fine, but we have to remember how important calcium is in our bodies because we need that for bone strength right so if we're talking about you know exercising um, and even you know healthy aging we want to have a nice firm structure you know we don't want to be falling and breaking hips and, and all of that sort of thing so I think sources of calcium are really important to have in your diet I would say if you like sardines you either like them or hate them Sardines are a great source of calcium in your diet, um, but also things like unhulled tahini. 
Oh, uh, is it? Tahini, that's the sesame seeds. And that's tahini. I kind of slot that on everything. You know, you can make dressings. Um, you can put it on rice cakes. You can make those balls. Having other options for calcium in, in the house are really important to having your diet. Need a lot. Simone, it's time for a curveball. Are you ready to play? Oh, okay. Hit me. <laughs> can you tell us something that people would find interesting about you? <laughs> well, I'm completely arachnophobic, right? Hate spiders with a passion. Like, we'll literally have nightmares probably because I've mentioned the word today. Have you always been that way? Yes, always. Always have been that way. What else? You know what? I don't like kale. Did you hear that? That's a naturopath that doesn't like kale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me any other greens, but not kale. You haven't baked it? I tried. It didn't work very well. Uh, <laughs> you know, I even made brownies with kale in them. Do you? Or maybe I'll have to try that. You can't really taste the kale. Yeah. How much water should we be drinking? <sighs> this is like an interesting one It as really well. is because I've got clients detoxing at the moment. We're doing it all together and... I know that small humans need less, you know, and yeah. what's the deal? The average, they say, is six to eight glasses a day. Let's not forget, though, that that doesn't have to physically mean a glass of water. So that could be in the form of a herbal tea. It might be in the form of a homemade soup, or it could even be a smoothie that you've put together. Those things would all still be classified as water as such. So if you kind of explain it like that to people, it doesn't seem so difficult to get through that water content. Especially during winter. The other thing that it depends on is how much coffee or tea that you're drinking, sort of with caffeine in it. Because every coffee or tea that you have, because it's a diuretic, you need two glasses of water to replenish your body hydration. Is that why they say coffee and tea dehydrates you? Yeah, it dehydrates you. Because you're weighing more. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, and I know people say, oh, but when I drink lots of water, I wee as well. But that's actually hydrating your body as it's going through. What does the caffeine do? It's just kind of drawing water out of your body. Oh. We were just speaking about calcium. Do you know what does leach calcium out of your bones? <laughs> Fizzy drinks. So, including mineral waters and soda waters <gasps> mineral waters too and look i love mineral water don't get me wrong but it's more for people who replace all of their water with carbonated water eventually over time that will leach the calcium out of your bones that is such an interesting tip someone it's time for another curveball are you ready to play yes what is your biggest health Breathe. Don't forget to breathe and be present. If you can be in the present moment, you can alter so much of your behaviour and your physiology. It's actually incredible. Actually, this leads me on to my next point, breathing. While you're eating in a relaxed state, do you want to talk about the benefits of that? I remember talking to you about always being bloated and you were like, well, do you chew your food properly? Yeah, I could talk about this for hours. 
So, <laughs> so unfortunately, we live in an age where we eat out of habit and we're not thinking about the actual act of eating. So if you think about it, we might be rushing out the door in the morning, right, shoving our food down, getting the kids ready for school, going to, you know, drop them off at the bus stop, thinking of 10 million things that we have to do. Then you kind of get to some people eat breakfast in the car on the way to work. Or we're eating in front of our computer at work, like at lunch. Yeah, we're still, you know, on our computers eating. We might get home, sit in front of the television and have dinner. So we're eating, but we're not thinking about the process of eating. Why is this bad? They call it rest and digest for a reason. The idea is to be in a relaxed state so you can get enough blood flow to the digestive system. Mm -hmm. So when we're not thinking about eating and we're busy doing other things while we're eating, there's not the right amount of blood flow getting to the digestive system. And even the process of chewing your food properly, because we normally just hoof it down, yeah, <laughs> and then like lie back and go, oh, I'm so full. You know, the chewing process is so important because what you're doing while you're chewing is releasing enzymes that are then going to activate the enzymes in your stomach to help break down that food so it can be digested and absorbed properly. Chew your food. Chew your food is so important and sometimes that can make the world of difference for people who are suffering with, with that reflux and like you're floating. Particularly all of my anxiety patients tend to have gut issues and it's because their blood is in that fight and flight, getting pumped to their heart and their muscles and not going to the digestive system to help. Protect your gut, right? Putting your fork and knife down in between mouthfuls, having a conversation with somebody. Slow down. Yeah. Having a sip of drink in between. Oh, you don't mind that? No, I don't mind that. If it's all going to be part of that rest and digest process, it's really important. But don't scoff and drink and scoff and drink. No. <laughs> Come on, it's time for your last curveball. Are you ready to play? Yes. <laughs> I love random acts of kindness and I love doing things that make people happy, whether it's a big thing or a small thing. Yeah. My question to you is what was your last random act of kindness? Actually, I have a girlfriend that has a child with disabilities. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a big random act of kindness. So it was before COVID. We had a big party and raised money so she could get like a special stroller that needed to be equipped with oxygen and stuff like that. We ended up raising about $4,000. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And I love a party. Good on you. <laughs> and the other day I was down in the coffee shop and I ended up just buying a coffee for a complete stranger. I love that. Do you have any last parting words before we wrap up the show? Anything that I didn't ask you that you want to talk about or you wanted to mention? Just one other thing with regards to, I know we spoke a little bit about foods to avoid. The other thing that really is not beneficial to anybody are diet drinks. So any of those like Coke Zero, anything that says diet, 
take it out of your diet because they actually have artificial sweetener in there that will be causing headaches, insomnia, weight gain, dizziness, heart problems. Nothing positive. Yeah. One dentist when I was like 10 or 12 years old, I can't remember exactly, he said to me, if I keep drinking fizzy drinks, all my teeth are going to fall out. <laughs> and he traumatized me and I stopped drinking fizzy drinks. So good. <laughs> so that's all that has to happen. You just have to scare a child. Put the fear of, <laughs> the fear of God into them. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for your time today, Simone. I've really enjoyed our chat today. It was great. Thank you so much for having me. And everybody get some support with your with your health and well-being so you can live your best life. And I'll pop Simone's links on our show notes so that you can go and stalk her. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Simone. See you later. Thanks, Helen. Well, that was informative, wasn't it? I just got so many cool tips by chatting to her and I hope you did too. And I just want to say thank you for spending the time to learn something. This is an area of the holistic health puzzle that lots of people do forget. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you feel that one of your friends or someone that you know might need to listen to this, then feel free to send it to them. Now on my post on Instagram at whole underscore health, H-O-L underscore health, please comment anything that you found super valuable today because it really, really makes me happy to see that my episodes are making an impact for you. And remember, if you would like to join my tribe, head over to Facebook to the whole crew community and be surrounded by beautiful, like-minded, health-orientated people like yourself. And keep in mind, heartbreak does happen. Health issues do arise, but your success doesn't ever need to be compromised. Bye for now. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.